0: i
1: listen to the coffee hour i'm eddie bates it is an exciting day it's not every day that you get to share that we get to share a story about the olympics as those are headed to uh headed to tokyo in just uh, a couple of weeks and so it's kind of exciting when a student from a lutheran school is an olympian and we get to share that story with you today thanks to concordia university wisconsin for supporting the coffee hour find out more about concordia university wisconsin at cuw.edu Joining me today is Mr. Stephen Blank. He's a science teacher and swim coach for uh, the varsity team at Faith Lutheran High School in Las Vegas, Nevada. Mr. Blank, thanks so much for being my guest on the coffee hour.
0: Thank you for having me, Andy. So tell
1: us about uh, your role and your work at Faith Lutheran High School in Las Vegas, Nevada.
0: I teach eighth grade physical science, and, um, you know, it's a, it's a great school. I uh, also, uh, we have a, a big, massive greenhouse there that I, I kind of help direct the, the function of, and that's also a, a big part of my life. And then, and then in the spring, I uh, sort of end up with a new family uh, with the, the varsity swim team. Uh, coach Greta Giesecke uh, is the assistant coach, and I'm the head coach. And uh, for that time, uh, you know, those kids are our family. Um so it's a it's a really exciting uh dynamic that I get to live there and work there um and just do the things that I love.
1: And, and tell us about Faith Lutheran High School in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um some of our listeners may have heard of it before. We've had to, a chance to share the story from time to time. But tell us about this this great school. It's it's not just a high school, but a a really growing school in Las Vegas.
0: Yeah, you know, it's a 6 to Sixth grade to 12th grade school, um, you know, and, and by those numbers, uh, we end up with, I think we're the, the largest uh, Lutheran school in the, in the 50 states here. Um, it's, uh, as I said, six to, to 12. We have about 800 kids in the middle school and about 1,100 in the high school. Um, we're really, we're, we're an island, you know, uh, <laughs> we're a gem to, the people in this, this uh, you know Sin City and all of that, but it's a community with with, with great families that want what's best for their kids. Um, the school district uh, in Las Vegas, they they do a great job, but, but they they just don't rank well for whatever reason. Um, and then you know when you when you look rank all fifty states in education, and so parents are just really looking for. Uh, a non-public option and Faith Lutheran is just really the shining beacon there, and uh, so we we're, we're a really valuable um, treasure to the community.
1: What role do athletics play in the lives of your students at Faith Lutheran High School?
0: Um, you know, we have we've had students go to uh, you know uh, you know NFL and and the different things. We even had a swimmer once, synchronized swimmer, and uh, swam competitively for us. She was an alternate on the uh, olympic team about uh, five years ago um you know she didn't uh, actually compete she was an alternate Uh, but but the athletics is just a really important part of every kid's life um you know for all the all the typical standard reasons um but you know faith lutheran being a lutheran school uh we we have our our mission statement which is always held before our eyes by dr book is uh, everyone prepared everyone saved so our athletic director and our high school principal meet with the coaches um, at the beginning of every uh, season and at the end of the season and, and remind us about about that vision. And uh, and they really um, you know want us to develop our programs and our athletes. And then the other thing they really want us to do is to keep Christ at the center for our athletes. You know, it's sort of we're this sort of uh, point source uh, for this. For, for the gospel message to, to go through and, uh, to these kids. And you know we, we just want to fill their, our kids' cup every day, see these kids as individuals um, and, and people who have, have their uh, own struggles in life. And so we're just, we're just always trying to keep Christ at the center and, uh, and then you know, just uh, physically and mentally, spiritually, be there for these kids.
1: So as a teacher, as a coach, what's important to you and in developing these student athletes?
0: Um, you know the student part comes first and student athlete and then uh and then comes the athlete Uh, You know, the interesting thing about uh, swim is it's a no-cut sport, typically. I mean, we could do cuts. I don't prefer ever to do that. Um, And so you end up with with athletes like Bo Becker, you know, these elite athletes that are aspiring to be Olympians one day. And, and, you know, most of the time it doesn't happen, but here we have. It happened. Um, and And then you have kids who have never swam competitively in their life. They can barely make it 25 yards uh, without, uh, without choking on water. And so you, you end up with this, this unique dynamic where, you know, it can, it can, you can look at it as the negative where, you know, people are, you know, at these different points in their life, where right? It's a, it's a positive where where they're learning from each other. Uh, the elite athletes are, are, can relive their early years through the eyes of these, uh, these young athletes and these young athletes can, uh, you know, sit there and, and just marvel at this, this amazing ability. Um, uh, and so we, we have that interesting dynamic. They end up sharing the same lane and warm ups uh, before a meet, um, when lane space is kind of cramped. And so it, it, it creates some interesting situations. Um, and then, and then, but also, you know, this, this swim, as I mentioned earlier is like a family and, uh, you know, from this year, you know, it was just a, a, a challenging year for everybody, uh, you know, and. This, this one swimmer, you know, comes to, comes to Coach G uh, and I, and just at the end of practice, as you know, we had practices in the morning this year, and swimmer said, you know, I, I really, she, she struggled with anxiety. And she said, you know, I really, I really was questioning whether I should come to practice today. She, she said, I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad I did. And, and it's those things there that, uh, you know, when we're developing athletes is, is trying to see that individual and uh, each kid, you know, high school, nobody wants to go back to high school. You know, nobody wants to go back to middle school either. So we teach the years that nobody ever wants to go back to. And when, when you look at your athletes in that light, that they're all going through different things, you know, we can be there. We can be part of that journey for them. And, uh, and whatever's going on in their family or their school or their, you know, social lives. So uh, as, as we're developing those athletes, it's just being there for them in whatever they need, if it's swim related or academic or social related or spiritually related, you know, we're, we're, we're their family.
1: And you mentioned one of your swimmers uh, from the from a, a few years back, Bo Becker, who is uh, who recently um, competed in the uh, the trials, the Olympic trials, and was successful and made it on one of the relay teams for uh, the the USA team for the Olympics uh, in Tokyo coming up in just a couple of weeks. And I had a chance to talk with him this weekend to uh, have a conversation with him, and we'll share that in just a little bit here on the Coffee Hour. Uh, In my conversation with him, he mentioned that you provided him with helpful insights while he was at Faith Lutheran High School, even while he was um, spending most of his time competing on a nearby club team, uh, even doing uh, uh, early dismissal in the afternoon so that he could go participate and and train with the the local club team. Uh, But he he said that you you gave him a a lot of helpful insights insights during his time with you at faith lutheran high school tell us about your time with bo becker
0: And yeah, bo is he's a great he's a great guy a great guy and i'm not just saying that because you know i have to he is a great guy with a, a great family supportive and and everything and so he you know he, he's wonderful i got to watch him he was at one of our lutheran feeder schools in the in the valley at faith academy and then he came to faith lutheran uh high, middle school and then high school. Um, and, and, you know, and I get to watch these kids go from, you know, ninth grade, um, which is just one year older than eighth grade. I mean, it, it put, I think it puts it in perspective with, you know, how, how young these kids are. They're, they're immature when you meet them. You know, that's what they're supposed to be. And then by the time they leave, they're, they're, they're young adults. And uh, with, with, with Bo and all of these, we, we get to be there and watch this transformation happen. Um, you know, with with club swimmers, there's you're really merging uh, multiple families together because they have this relationship, this great relationship with their club team. Um, and and uh, they, they've developed these athletes. And um, and then all of a sudden they come to this this high school swim team, you know, the second family. And and I have to earn their trust. You know, Greta and I, uh, we we're earning their trust because they're, they're not quite sure what to make of this high school team and they're, they're, watching people struggle through the water and, and here they are not struggling. So, yeah, but one of the things that uh, I think that we bring and, and uh, to the table is, is, is this sort of this balance when you have this extra, it's, it's easy for an athlete, an elite athlete to be kind of myopic sometimes um, in reaching their goal, unless the parents are very in- intentional about making sure there's, there's um, just different structures in place to help their child develop socially. And high school swimming is so great for that. They get to um, interact with kids, some other club teams, kids with no ability, and, and they get to uh, bleed maroon and gold for our school colors, the faith crusaders. And, uh, and it's just starting to keep that balance uh, for for all of the swimmers uh, as, they, as they move forward. You don't want the, them to become kind of one-dimensional and only be able to talk about uh, – just, just winning, you know, that, that, that's a big part of it. But, you know, the, the, the thing of swimming is your best friend is the clock. And also your worst enemy is the clock. <laughs> and you got to make sure that, that you have a friend and of, of a clock and a towel that never seems to dry out. And so we, we, we try to make sure that, uh, when, when something's, something's going wrong in someone's life, you know, whether it's, um, you know a, a, something with the, their other coach or something at home or family there's there's all these structures in place to buoy up our athletes and so just trying to strike that balance otherwise they you know they're like a house of cards waiting to fall over but but Bo is Bo always maintained that balance in a very mature um Way and so he never he never really wavered from his goal and, and so they, that was always just such a pleasure uh, about Bo just to have those adult conversations and just mature uh, just like you'd have like we're having here and then you know and about Bo you know one of the things uh, is is he he's with, with swimming you know he likes to chase he likes he likes to come from behind. Some people panic about, you know, coming from behind. He, he loves swimming last in the relay. And, you know, we'd be behind in, in a, a high-stakes uh, uh, event. Maybe State was on the line. And the other coaches from the other teams are screaming their heads off because their team is going so – their relay is going so well. And then our last leg dives in, Bo, and he just makes up the ground, makes up the ground, and then the, you hear the conversation to your left and right change and then silence. And then our table is just erupting with, with joy. <laughs> you know, we're just sort of awestruck. I just don't know quite what to do just to, just to sit back and enjoy what we're watching in, in front of us with Bo. And so it was just really being there for Bo and celebrating with him. I mean, that, those were really the insights. It was just giving him the, the, the venue to, to showcase himself and, and, and cheer on his teammates as well.
1: What's it like with just about a minute left? What's it like seeing one of your students, one of your former students, heading to the Olympics?
0: It is so exciting. I mean, we're we're all on Team Bo right now. You know, I, I it sounds like the the spectators won't get to be there at the at the Olympics, and so I, we're really sad about that. But I just you know, Bo needs to know that you know, however much quieter uh, the you know the the pool is and the rest of it. Our homes at home and around Faith Lutheran and around the nation, you know, for goodness sake, are going to be erupting from our living rooms, just cheering for him. And we just want him to know that we are so proud of him. And, you know, his parents, I'm sure they're just beaming with with pride as well. I mean, this is just a really big deal for all of us.
1: My guest today, Stephen Blank, science teacher and head varsity coach for swimming at Faith Lutheran High School in Las Vegas, Nevada. Thanks so much for sharing your story about Bo Becker. We're going to share the uh, Bo story here in just a little bit, Stephen, thanks so much for being my guest on the Coffee Hour. Thank you. Coming up in just a moment, uh, the conversation I got to have with Bo this weekend. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates, and uh, it is a privilege today to get to share this wonderful story with you um, as we are preparing for the Olympics, the 2021 Olympics. And today we have with us Bo Becker. He's a swimmer and preparing for uh, right now in training uh, at the time of this recording, preparing for the 2021 Olympics. Bo, thanks so much for being my guest on The Coffee Hour
2: today. Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: So Bo, tell us about uh, the the training, what training has looked like for you for the last year. I know you've been training for many years, but what has training looked like for you for the last year?
2: Oh, honestly, the last year has been obviously like for everyone else. Um, But uh, when COVID really swung into full effect last March, I actually uh, moved back home and kind of just stop swimming. Um, I was on the water for about six months, and then uh, uh, got the chance to swim again. Um, got the right, the proper funding, and so I decided to just, to just go for it for one last time. Um, I went. I moved back. I was back home in uh, Reno, Nevada, with my my family, because that's where they uh, currently live now. And I moved back to Minnesota last September. So, for about nine or so months, I've just been training there, um, grinding. And kind of unheard of for someone to take six months off, don't try to go nine months and try to go for something like the Olympics. So, it was definitely a challenge. Um, But it was more just like in the right mental spot and just uh, giving it 100% every single practice.
1: And so now, uh, recently, uh, competed, uh, in the, the trials and, uh, had great success there. And so now headed to Tokyo, tell us about the training that you're in right now. Uh, you're in Hawaii for preparations for Tokyo, correct?
2: Yeah. Yeah. We've been lucky enough to have training camp in Hawaii this year. Um, it, it's, yeah. it's awesome, you know? Just being just being here with all these great athletes with Team USA is, is just a dream come true. Um, <laughs> the, the training environment is, is kind of indescribable. Uh, it's just a lot of great swimmers getting together. You get to pick each other's heads. Uh, you get to go against each other daily. Um, just kind of gets you in that right mindset for, for the Olympics. Um, you get closer with your teammates. Uh, a lot of these guys that race throughout college. So it's kind of cool to be teammates with them now instead of just being competitors. Um, (laughs) um, Very, very interesting way of thinking, but it's just awesome.
1: Tell us about your specific event. You're a freestyle sprint. uh, You're in the freestyle sprint relay. Tell us a little bit more about this specific event and what's unique about this event.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, I'm in the 100 freestyle uh, relay, so it's a four x 100 freestyle relay. Um, and what, what's awesome about this event this is it's so exciting uh, to be in relays at the Olympics is uh, <laughs> a dream come true. Uh, relays in general, in the past Olympics, have always just been uh, really fun to watch. Um, everyone really just wants to win. Um, so there's just a different side of competitive you went all your, your teammates um, trying to go for the best possible place you can you can get and uh, you're just up against really uh, really big dudes and really <laughs> fast guys and it's 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 really fun and uh, it is challenging but you know it. that's what's so fun about it um, just the competitive side of it uh,
1: yeah. Take us back to the early days of uh, when competitive swimming for Bo Becker began when did you start swimming competitively and training when did that all begin for you
2: so I think I was 11 um, I tore my meniscus in PE class we were doing like suicide and I hyperextended my knee and I tore my meniscus heavy the surgery or whatever um but then I found out that I actually had uh, a disease called rheumatoid arthritis. Um from that that uh injury because my knee was super swollen, it wasn't going down. So I got tested for it, sure enough I had rheumatoid and the doc at the time told me, you know, you're really not gonna be able to do any other sport that you wanna do. Like I was playing tennis, lacrosse, wanted to play a little bit of football. Um and she said you can not you do any of that. Uh, your best bet's probably just gonna be swimming. That's uh, probably the only thing that you'll be able to do for the rest of your life. So obviously that, that was pretty hard for me. Um, so at first I just joined to uh, start swimming just for health wise. And uh, a few years go by and it turns out I was pretty good at it, just had a natural feel for the water. And so I always had good coaches along the way. Um, pushing um, trying to make me see the bigger picture, not just, you know, someone it was, it was a lot of tough years, um, after that of just, you know, swollen joints, um, getting my joints constantly drained, uh, stuff that normal kids, you know, never would have have to go through. Um, uh, it was very mentally challenging for me as a you know, teenager seeing all these kids being able to go out and do stuff that I couldn't do. Um, There's a lot of trial and error of doing certain things that I learned were good for my knees and uh, finding ways around it to be able to keep swimming keep pushing myself in the right direction.
1: You mentioned you had a lot of coaches along the way. Tell us about your time as an athlete at Faith Lutheran High School in Las Vegas, Nevada.
2: Yeah. Um, Faith was really good to me. Um, You know, the school day for me was 8 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. and to be in the national group that was training at the time, my, my club team, Sandpipers, um, I, our practice usually started at uh, 2, 2.15-ish. 2 so um, in order to do that, I needed to get out of school early every single day, pretty much. So they gave me early dismissal. They found a way through my scheduling to give me early dismissal every day. So I got out of school at 1, 1 p.m. instead of 3 so they, 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 realized what I wanted to do, what my dreams were. Um, and they worked with me to do that. So I was really, really grateful to have a school like that working with me and being behind me and, uh, yeah, without them, I wouldn't have been able to get this far, so it's just awesome to have that type of, uh, support, uh, especially with coach Blank. He he didn't really coach me um, daily, but I got to pick a few. I got to pick his brain throughout the season, uh, especially at meets and stuff, and uh, just learn new things. Because that's what you kind of do as an athlete. You know, you get certain things out of certain people, and that's what I like to do. I like to pick and pick and choose what I pulled from different coaches. Because every coach has a different different side to pull from the sport. Um, So I got to really pick. Uh, Mr. Blank's head. So it was awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really grateful that I got to have that and have their support and uh, help through that time.
1: And from high school, when did pursuing the Olympics become a a goal for you?
2: I honestly wasn't... I was good in high school, but not great. Um, I, I was lucky enough to, by chance, get... Um, recruited by University of Minnesota, he was uh, the head coach was there and watched someone else on my club team at one of our practices, and uh, I wasn't recruited by any third D1 school really. Um, wasn't fast enough, but uh, he saw me that practice and, and saw some potential, so he, he gave me a shot. Started chatting with their sprint sprint group coach, and from there on was history. Um, but I didn't really realize my olympic dream could probably be tr- become true until uh 2016 trials i uh i came into the meet like 80th in the 53 and like 80th in the 100 free, and i went down i think i placed like 30th something in the 100 but then the 50 i was in semis and i think i placed like 14th um so as an 18 year old who like had never gone to any big meets uh barely gotten into a d1 program for college was somehow able to do that at trials and i was like man you know i i think i have a shot i think i have a was doing something like this and so from that point on it was kind of just like i want to do it together, um to try and make trials with uh, the olympic team through trials
1: So what was that day like when you got the news, when you you succeeded at the Olympic trials and uh, found out that you were headed to Tokyo?
2: It was awesome. Uh, So how it kind of works is for the relays. If you place top four, you automatically get selected to be on the team. But if you're... Or six, you have to wait and see how many people um, make the team, and they kind of uh, you're kind of relying on other people to kind of double up an event, make sure that we because we can only select you know a certain amount of men, and a certain amount of women. So um, you kind of to see how the meet plays out. So I didn't really know right away because the hundred was earlier on, and then I had for the last two days, so I just really had to focus on the 50 and not worry to leading up for the last few days, but then by the last day, I knew that, welcome to um, Lindsay, one of our uh, people from USA Swimming, came up to me, she was a team, uh, you're going to Tokyo. And it kind of just sunk in that, this was a surreal moment, um, a lot of pain, a lot of peace and a lot of joy, um, all in one moment. Um yeah, I think it hasn't fully sinked in yet. I think once we get to the Village and like people are like looking at us, they're kind of like, oh, God, it's Team USA. <laughs> I think that's where we're really in. But um, right now, I'm just trying to enjoy the moment. Um, enjoy every moment that I have with this team and trip. And, uh, yeah.
1: Well, congratulations. We'll be watching here for sure and uh, cheering on Team USA. Uh, Words of uh, encouragement or anything you'd like to share with uh, our friends back at Faith Lutheran High School or the uh, that young athlete who uh, might be pursuing a sport such as swimming?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I could speak broadly in athletics in general. It's always being more competitive than every day, and uh, every sport is—you know, everyone's getting better. Everyone's finding ways to get better. it really comes down to how hard do you want to how hard do you want this how hard are you going to work um i truly believe you know anyone can can do anything when you set your mind to it uh it's just you've a lot of great coaches along the way a lot of great teammates you gotta appreciate the fact that you're, you're training with some of these clear athletes and try to um, create a culture whichever team you're in or whichever clubs team you're in Create a culture where, you know, several of you want that. And I promise you, you guys will push each other um, more than you ever thought you could. Um, Just utilizing the people around you. All in all, it, it comes down to you and how bad you want this. And if you want it, you can do it. It's just a matter of how much work you're willing to put in.
1: My guest today, Bo Becker with USA Swimming, headed to the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo. Bo, thanks so much for being my guest on The Coffee Hour today.
2: Yeah, thanks so much for having me.
1: You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates.